1: Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. along with Trent Haston from the Roby Family of Companies. We are your hosts. hey Patrick. How you doing, buddy? Hey Trent. I'm glad to see you smile. I am smiling. That's we, good. You thought, I was gonna, you thought I was. You thought I was going to be a little a little cantankerous today. Well, I, I listen. You came in on your phone, and I know what that's like when you end a call and you run it into the radio studio, and you got to turn it. You got to turn it on.
2: I've been I've been one arm paper hanging this morning. <laughs>
1: if, you, if you call it that, I understand how that goes. you understand do. that analogy? I get the okay. analogy and uh, I think there's a lot of that in our industry right now. Hey, <laughs> I'll
2: tell you this if you need to know uh, the fastest route to get somewhere, ask the one-legged man. he knows. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. that was I don't know if that was appropriate for our radio show, but that was a a comedian I used to really really like. You uh, told that that joke. was his joke.
1: Well, I guess I guess that makes sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so,
2: and, and he's usually at a train station or something. <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> Who are you talking about? The yeah. trains aren't even that trains aren't even that prominent in Charlotte.
1: Uh, they. I will beg to differ. Uh, so our our current uh, our current office backs up to a train tracks. So if you ever want to bring, some, you ever want to see some trains, just go. Post I mean, up my house it. is near Your, that same train track. You see it go by all the time.
2: Yeah, and you know it's. My house is on the river, and I had this. Heating and air friend of mine uh, that used to have a boat about twenty years ago. Yeah, and he had a had a friend, and his friend one day said, "Man, this is the greatest house ever." And he's looking at the railroad track bridge. Yeah, he said. This house is worth millions. My house was not worth millions. Like, no, it's worth to hundreds. The, to a train collector, a train enthusiast. <laughs> I was like, this guy is a genius. It's like, you need a job?
1: Yeah. I, hey, listen. <laughs> I I, had, mean, I need
2: that guy hanging out with me a lot.
1: My last house, I think a train went through my living room. You remember that? I don't know if you ever went over there. It literally was one. one. I should have sold to that guy. You can build condos on train tracks, you can. can't you? I'll tell you, the first night I lived there... Um, you know the guy who they sell you. I was really young, and they they sell you and market the property. I'm like, well, how long is this train? does this train come by or off? And he's like, no nah, man, yeah, <laughs> hardly it's hardly ever. He's like, we gotta go, hardly ever. <laughs> yeah, like the first item there, that thing, like it's like the middle of the night. <laughs> Like right outside my bedroom window, you know, I man. Jumped.
2: You know the covered bridges. You know, yeah. people people are all into bridges, and we you didn't got have the one covered of those. bridges all over the country. Yeah. I would love to live in an apartment above a train track <laughs> on a covered bridge, <laughs> no, a don't. historic one. Well, yeah, it was it was cool, but I'll tell okay. you, I, I was up. more talking about commuter trains.
1: We do have oh. a light rail. That's kind of okay, a faux That's train.
2: That's like my dog. <laughs> you know, he doesn't smell and he doesn't shed, He's and, 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 and hyperallergenic. <laughs> that's what our train is. Okay. Uh, but it does go off the tracks occasionally, <laughs> and they have employment problems. Remind me of our company, <laughs> gets off the tracks, has employment <laughs> has problems, employment problems Dang. And, and leadership struggles. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. We got great leadership. Golly.
1: Are we supposed to look in the mirror when you say that.
2: I, I, the only reason why I said that is because <laughs> when I was a freshman in Chapel Hill, my brother was in his fifth year at uh, East Carolina University, and I didn't have a car. And he said, when my exams got over, I went and caught the train in Durham and rode that Joker to Greenville. Did you really? I did. And he hightailed it back with Travis?
1: I rode home in four on rubber, baby. There you go. Let's go. Anyway. <laughs> I don't. I think I mean the trains are a very underutilized form of transportation throughout North Carolina. You, I mean you can still transportation-wise in Europe yeah. they're very very prominent. popular. Yeah, no.
2: I rode a train a lot when I went over to Europe uh, when I was in college. They're really good at airports. Uh, too. They're they're good for uh, tr- moving moving products and goods around. Oh yeah. I mean, if you don't think so, go out to the airport. Go out to that intermodal. Our our rail yard is very yeah. is, is a key asset for our. City. Go back
1: and listen to uh, the the show. Oh gosh, who's your buddy from church? Of the customs agent, very uh, very small. thank you, very small. Yeah. check that out.
2: That intermodal yard is the biggest inland port, I think, in the southeast. I think they they say. Huh. So, it's really
1: helped. I think Charleston and Savannah ports flourish. Um, In Wilmington, I mean, Wilmington's port is uh, through the Cape Fear River. I mean, I, you're starting to see a lot more. Activity and talking about Eric.
2: ports, I I, I called up with an old friend the other day. My wife used to work at Mayor right. Her, her yeah. before she retired. <laughs> nah, she's raising five kids <laughs> and, <laughs> and helping me. She's s- raising you stay too. <laughs> on the tracks. Well,
1: very okay. train oriented. I like today. the light rail.
2: <laughs> get off the tracks occasionally, but. Uh, <laughs> But I saw one of her friends who he said he's expatted. Uh, Johnny Graham, I saw him the other day at a girls' soccer game. He's expatted for 16 or 18 years, which means yeah. he's lived around the world. Lived in Uganda, Malaysia, all these places. But uh, he uh, he said that the, the L.A. Port, all the clog it had when COVID happened. Yeah. Okay, all the clog it had. All that business is moving east, and now I think the New Jersey port's bigger, and Savannah and
1: Charleston are on the come, come. Well, we got Wilmington too, which is kind of crazy. So where that, where that, where the Cape Fear comes through is in between, um, Oak Island and Bald Head Island. Okay. And so you, we're start, you see so much more activity coming through. I never there.
2: would have thought you'd have known a fact like that. I know some things. Do you see some, very small, big things. shipping containers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really,
1: Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's kind of fun to watch them come in, and I mean. We used to enjoy watching them go out, and all of a sudden they just disappeared. He
2: told me that a crane operator, he, we, we, talk, yeah. so we got to talking about that. It led us to start bashing unions. And then he told me a crane operator in L, Port of L.A. makes $320,000 a year. Whoa. And if he's having an efficient day, he stops and takes a break because he do not want to be too efficient. <laughs>
1: Well, it's kind of like, a, I mean, once you get up Isn't in that, that crane, you don't want to come back down. That's crazy. It's a long way. I, I'm disappointed to hear that. And we love banks. Man, don't be knocking Union. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> you think, he wonder if they're unionized
2: over there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I saw, I saw him in in uh, the other day. Yeah. Think, no, commuter rail and unions are not that prevalent in the Charlotte region.
1: Yeah. Is that right? We're getting there. As long as it's down the tracks very train focused show and we don't have <laughs> junior you're not in the train industry so uh i don't know where we're going with that why but, don't you uh, tee our guest up yeah this is junior bernard and uh J- i met junior. we just met him
2: he made me feel very warm and flattering i think yeah well oh, no you don't have to say that yeah yeah but uh but now junior I, bernard when we return that's right all right you're listening to at home with roby
1: Welcome back. At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McCasek from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the last segment, go back. You can podcast us. You can get us on YouTube, Facebook. I think YouTube. I don't know. Sarah's probably going to give me the uh, the hook here. Why are uh, you filming us again? And in Instagram. LinkedIn. Huh? Teaser videos. Teasers? You got to do the whole thing for a <laughs> teaser? I don't get it hey man just it's some things that we just don't have to get she's got it for us yeah that's all right we, that's all right. good
2: uh if you did if you didn't hear last week's show check it out bad yeah. stone please check it out what a wonderful person yeah what a multiple, wonderful show multiple people tell me how cool he is and he is cool uh but his brother that stays on the farm that ran the family yeah. business is the bearded stones if you're on tiktok or facebook i'm giving this guy a plug the bearded stones apparently i'm not on that social media stuff but apparently <laughs> he's got a really big following and he loves to grill and do all that so he got to be a good guy he's a stone
1: he's a stone yeah
2: and we have looking at me over here in a beautiful turquoise shirt junior uh, Bernard. junior bernard how you doing buddy i'm doing great how are you good we're, we're doing really well uh, and this is the first time i met junior so i apologize uh, but you and Patrick met uh, several months back, sat we did with each other, and he said you got such a fascinating story. Yeah, R- randomly come on the show, sat next to each other. Yeah.
0: Thank you. It was exciting when he said, "Hey, I would love to have you here," and I'm glad to be here That's with you great. guys. So we
1: were at a, a, a event for Friends of Haiti at a Carmel Country Club. I think it was back in March, and uh, yeah, Junior and I have sat together. and, and Junior is an entrepreneur as well. Um, his business is a little different than ours, but um, uh, Junior, want to tell us tell us how you grew, tell us your, your story about about your your life growing up and how you got got here to Charlotte.
0: Well, um, I I'm from Haiti, yeah, and. Um, Honestly, it was always my dream to come to America. Well, like a lot of people. But of course, growing up in Haiti, my father used to fix uh, electronic devices. So I grew up watching America on TV every day. So I developed that passion that I really wanted to come here. And I knew my parents would never have the funds to send me here for school or for any reasons. Right. So. I decided I would learn English, so I picked up English uh, by learning from a dictionary, and then I would follow around any American visitors I would see in my hometown. So I would follow them around. That's how I got to practice until I became a translator. Long story short, as a translator, I ended up meeting an American visitor who really liked me. I was his translator, and before he left Haiti, he was only there for one week, so before he left... He called his wife and said, I met this young man in Haiti. It would be a shame to let him stay here in poverty. We have to do something about it. So they got together, did all the work they needed to do, and they brought me here for school. And uh, oh, it's been a blessing. So I went to school in Pennsylvania. I came here actually for the Democratic National Convention back in 2012. Okay. Yeah, and that was my first trip for one week, and I, I love Charlotte. So I figured I'd come back. Really? So, <laughs> yes. How old are you? Um I was uh probably twenty four then.
2: How old are you now?
0: Uh I'm thirty four. Thirty four, okay. Yes. But I've only been here for about five years, but of course I went I moved to Florida for a little bit and then
2: How old were you when you came to America?
0: I was twenty one when I came 21.
2: here. Twenty one. Mhm. And you, you went to college? I did. Really? Where'd you go to college?
0: It's called Alvernia University. It's a smaller Catholic university in Pennsylvania.
2: Did uh, did they help fund your college?
0: Yes, they. In fact, I had a full-rate scholarship. God bless uh, (laughs) you. Man, (laughs) that is awesome. Yeah, I thank God every day for that. It's it's a funny story, the way I got that scholarship. (laughs) Wow. Well, let's talk about I like it. funny yeah. stories.
2: What you got? I got Patrick over here on the other
0: side <laughs> of me. That's it. Uh, I'm sure you guys remember the um, earthquake we had in Haiti back in 2010. I, I know it was all over the news. Yeah. Uh, when the earthquake happened, I was in Port-au-Prince, right in the middle of it. And after surviving the earthquake, uh, I sent an email. As I said earlier, I used to be a translator. So I sent an email to all of my American friends just to share that I survived, and I also shared how... I believe God, you know, saved me from the earthquake because it was this crazy. Anyway, it's, yeah. it's a long story. But after I shared the story, people were really touched by how I survived. Then they shared it from, to everybody they knew. That's how somebody who worked for Alvernia ended up getting an email reading my story. They liked it so much that they got together with the people in charge, you know, the university. Then they invited me to come study there. So even while I was in Haiti, it's almost like I was destined to be here. Because Alvernia started to work on bringing me here for school, plus the American family that brought me here. As soon as I came here, I took my GED. And then a week later, I was approved uh, to go to Alvernia. Then it's like coming from a lot of poverty, barely surviving, no food to living my dream in this beautiful, you know, on this beautiful campus, a really nice apartment. Uh it's Amen. it's like yeah, day and <laughs> night and day, like they said.
2: It's so refreshing to hear somebody yeah just cherish opportunity that we have in this country. Well, it's so refreshing. It really is. Uh, I always talk very openly about first generation immigrants to America. Mm-hmm are so hardworking and so humble and so respectful. And, and it's just, I, I love it, man. Yeah. It's great.
1: Thank you. Well, so so, so what did you study there?
0: Uh, actually, I started going to school for uh, to become a dentist. I was going to do pre-dental, yeah. but I quickly realized I could not see myself doing you know, teeth, right, yeah. for the rest of my <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah. Of course, I want to be respectful to all dentists because I always appreciate you know, dentist. However, I quickly realized I wanted to do something that had to do with Haiti. Uh, you know, like, again, like what I'm doing right now, I needed to be doing things with entre- entrepreneurship. And, um, you know, thankfully, I was able to identify what I wanted to do. So I went to school for communications. Yeah. So I did a lot of marketing work in the past few years until it all led to me being here right now. Uh, with Puenzel as our company that's actually getting launched next month. Um, yeah, so.
1: And so let's go into that. I mean, you talked about the earthquake in Haiti and like, you know, without really hearing from somebody that's that's been there and knows really what's going on, um, you've, you found an opportunity to create a, a business on, on a humongous need. Um, I mean, it, you can Can you talk a little bit about why the need is for, for, for Pranzel, what, what Pranzel,
0: Pranzel is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Pranzel is an online learning platform that's providing educational technology to schools in Haiti and also unlimited classes to students in Haiti. So that's one portion of it. The other side of it is when you're looking at skills training. So we want to work with a lot of uh, teachers as well as professionals. Let's say you in marketing so we can get courses from you that we can make those courses available for everybody in Haiti. So our goal is to reach the entire country by providing access to, to education online. I should say quality education because that's been one of the biggest issues in Haiti, um, having access to quality education because of you know poverty and everything that's going on
2: but you you had access to it to a point because your father had those tvs running, correct
0: (laughs) yes well movies not so much education but definitely movies
2: cool that is that how you learned english
0: oh well i learned it out of the dictionary i would study every day you know a french to english dictionary and and then i followed americans so that i could practice that's how i learned so is french the national language in haiti it is the second language. The main language is called Creole. Yep. However, everybody learns everything. In, when you go to school, you learn everything in French. Really? Yeah, which is not the best method because the entire country speaks Creole. I wish we would learn everything in school. I wish everything would be in, in Creole as well, right? So we still have a language barrier with a lot wow. of people.
1: And I'm sure that hampers the opportunity to learn, Absolutely. Right? Well, Junior, wow. I mean, what... If you had to guess, what percentage of kids in Haiti have
0: access to school, period? That's a, that's a really good question. Uh, I would say it, it depends on the stats you look at. Some would tell you, uh, actually, here's how it is. Right now, if you look at kids up to sixth grade, uh, 40% of them would keep dropping out. And then as you keep going up, more of them keep dropping out. Like, before you reach high school, sometimes, depending on, on what stats you look at, it could say 80% of those kids would end up dropping out of school and not making it through, you know, through high school. So that's um, the problem with Haiti. When to go to school, you have a lot of challenges. You're looking at, especially the kids in the countrysides, you're looking at transportation, getting to where they need to go is an issue. And even when they get to school, to be learning uh, without anything in your stomach is also an issue right if you're learning while hungry that's also an added issue and um, not to not to talk about violence on the streets no, and especially right now I think now. we need to want to hear
2: it yeah, yeah. can we can yeah, we let's save take this call? yeah I'm so intrigued man I want to learn uh, some numbers on Haiti as well I'm sure you can help us will you stick around with us Absolutely Junior Bernard when we return you're listening to At Home with Roby.
1: Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the last couple of segments, go back. we got Junior Bernard from Prenzel. Uh, get it on our podcast. Why do we – I say Tayspa. his –
2: I know I'm saying your last name wrong. Bernard. It's just that you say I right. think I drew it out too long earlier.
1: Bernard. That's kind of just how it rolls, though, right? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Sorry. That's that old
1: river rat coming out of you. What
2: you looking at, Sarah? You need
1: to back down. I <laughs> already on.
2: have one – I already have one official <laughs> wife. I already have a work wife. I've got to keep you on your toes. I'm keep pushing you back, back. Your a business card at her. Yeah, here. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. Uh, uh, yeah. What is the population of Haiti?
0: Oh, it's at 11 million. 11 million yeah. people. Yes. What is the size of Haiti physically? Well, it's about 10,000, a little over 10,000 miles. Um, I mean, relative to North Carolina, oh, I would say so. About is the size of North Carolina. Yes, yes. So it's uh, of course you know the Dominican Republic is our neighbor. We share the same island. Yeah. Hispaniola. And, yeah. mm-hmm, and about it's only about an hour and a half from Miami flying. Hour and a half. Okay. Yes, it's right there.
1: Well, and, and before we went to break, you were talking about I mean the, the just the, the sheer violence even to get to school. The event that we went to, Action L spoke, and we've had uh, Melissa Hoffman and Dal Bachnight on the show from EWO that Jody's involved with. Um, and, and he said, you know, the 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 life expectancy, I think his words were days in, in Port-au-Prince. It was so so tough right now. And it so is. that I mean, that's that's the other thing is like even to to go to school is a very big risk, right?
0: It is, yes. Uh, actually, last year back in um, September we didn't have school at all from September all the way through January this, uh, this year. And no one could go to school. All the schools were uh, completely closed. And even, thankfully, we started working on Prenzel prior to that. But yeah. all of these issues, when you look at the situation, we knew it was necessary that we would create this company to provide education. Because imagine the country, what you know, where is the future of the country going to come from if you can't even get to school can we talk about a future without education? It, it it's you know, it doesn't make any sense.
2: Did Trey somebody said I was talking about AI. I don't know if this was on the show, but they lay out twenty and thirty year projections on the need of prisons with third grade reading levels. In that's North Carolina does that. Oh North Carolina. Okay. Where to build prisons and how big they need to be based on third-grade reading levels.
1: Wow. Isn't that crazy? Well, I, mean, I the, mean, it's exactly
2: what you're saying. Though. Yeah, we're mean, in America. Same thing, yeah.
1: You know? I agree. And it's so unbelievable. It, that's, I, mean, that, I mean, think about just not being able to go at all, right? Yeah. I mean, so I know that's what you're saying. That amplifies the it's, issue. It's unbelievable. Um, and so, I mean, that's what that's what these guys are doing.
0: Yeah. So you can imagine it's clear to see what feature we're, <laughs> that we're looking at. In the next 10, 15 years, you so, know, if you're not going to school. So you created Pranzel? Prenz, yes, it, it means take flight in Creole. It's a Creole word. Okay. That's what it means. So, so our goal is <laughs> is y- that.
1: Yeah, just that. So you
2: created this business several years ago?
0: Uh, it's about about a year and a half. Uh, we've been working on it, of course, uh, putting all our funds together and going back. and It's It's been quite a challenge to get it to this point, but... We are launching in May uh, next month. I guess in two yeah. weeks from now, you would say. Yeah, almost. Really? Yeah, and it's pretty exciting. Yes, we are in a really good position. We have about 180 schools that have already signed up um, to use our platform. And we have over 300 courses already because uh, we do have a studio um, in Haiti, in our office in Haiti, wow. where we shoot all the courses. And, uh, so was crime bad in Haiti? Uh, yeah, that's oh, what he was saying. right yeah. now, yes, it's it's really bad. It's probably the worst I've seen it since my whole life. Well, Trent, That's what I was alluding to with the at the. That's what the I was. Dinner.
1: That's why. Yeah, uh, he was saying. I mean, literal life expectancy. He's like, you and don't and even he want was to go also outside.
0: talking about if you go
2: to school and try to read or do something and you're hungry, I mean, you can't learn. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, I mean, if, you, if you even got, the, you got to take the risk even getting there, right? That's crazy. It's just a whole different world. Uh, so,
2: so you said in college when you decided not to go the dentist route, you said you wanted to do something to give back and help Haiti and you're an entrepreneur. So that was 10 plus years ago. So what did you do leading up to the last couple of years?
0: Great question. Ever since I came here, I I don't know why, but I just cannot get Haiti out of my mind. No matter what I do, I always do it with Haiti in mind. I can't tell you how many businesses I've tried to start that would fail back and forth. It's not like I (laughs) woke up, boom, let me start Puenzel. The entire time, I have been trying different things that didn't work and try other things, giving back. I also do have a nonprofit that's been in operation for about five years now. And, uh, of course, I, I worked I worked with Penske Truck Rentals, and uh, no I've, I've done a lot of marketing jobs. I've, of course, I, got, get, I get a lot of different jobs in between. But when it comes to Haiti, I just can't shake that off. I wish I would come here with all my ambition and passion. I would just start a company that would have to do with America. Then I'd probably <laughs> be in a whole different world right now, right? <laughs> but no matter what I do, somehow I'm always led back to doing something with Haiti. And uh, I believe Prenzel is going to be uh, that uh, solution. That is, man. And you said, how many schools do you already have signed up? About 180. So it seems
2: like you're finding a little bit of success here. Oh, I, I would. Oh, I it, Even, even though successful. you just poor mouth me, but <laughs> you're finding success now. <laughs> hey, let me ask you this. I know Haiti's your focus and that's where the need and that's what you're focused on. But there's other countries all over the world, and especially in that region, that, that need better education access as well. Are you, I mean, you, you get this
0: in Haiti. Are you you got growth plans? Absolutely. My vision is, right now, Haiti is, the, is I would say, is the last, uh, if you want to look at it that way, in the Caribbean. My goal is for Haiti to become the most prosperous nation in the Caribbean. And we, we have nothing to do with politics. We're just going to use business. And the youth, all the passion from the youth, giving them access to everything they need. Even PayPal is not in Haiti. So we have so many limits as to what we have access to. Our company can really establish these platforms and systems people need to access not only education, but also even YouTube. As a YouTuber, these guys aren't even making money like people here from ads and all these different avenues. But we can really help establish these different things when teachers... Uh, have courses on our platform, they get a percentage from the sale every time we sell. We want to make it so influencers can also make money when they promote one of our courses. I know these things sound like the norm in America, but in uh, Haiti, we yeah. do not have access to anything like that. J- Junior, what what about connectivity? I mean, is, is
1: internet connection is that a, is that a big challenge for you to be able to like get, the, I get stream these things in? Not
0: anymore, thankfully. So this you talk about timing. This yeah. is the perfect time. Talk about that. I'm just happy we're the one doing it before before somebody else does. Right. Yeah, I think it's awesome. So the infrastructure on 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 the connectivity is is good in Haiti. It is good now. In fact, even Starlink with Elon Musk is down there too. Uh, oh, really? Yes. So uh, everybody's always on their phones everywhere you go in Haiti. You see all these kids, you know, going through Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. So the technology is already in place um, to allow us to do what we're doing. Are your parents still down there? Yes, my parents everybody's still down there in yeah. fact. <laughs> it's just me here. You have siblings? I do. How We're many five, siblings? talking about five kids. You uh, have
2: five siblings? Uh yes. So, so six of y'all. Six. We I told Reagan we got to have another one. <laughs> now you're going to be my reason. <laughs> yeah, Junior Bernard. Reagan, listen to the show. We'll we'll see if she listens to the show, won't we? <laughs> I'll let y'all know in about 9 months. Nah, <laughs> What well, so your whole family's still down there?
1: Yes.
0: What do your siblings do? Oh, one of them is is actually in radio. He's been doing this since he was 15. Yes. So Damn. you're gonna send
1: this to him, right? So he can critique or, us. Judge <laughs> your is your brother or your sister? My brother. Your oh, brother. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they can. He can. He can critique Trent and I. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, tell him I sign
2: autographs later. <laughs> hey, oh, you mail may have mail. some pointers for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's really cool. That is awesome. Do you are you,
0: you go down there a lot? Uh, I haven't been back in at least six years now. It's really hard to and get back. Yes, uh, that's why talking about business. That was one of my best business decisions, which was to partner with somebody down there. So I don't, I can sleep and wake up not thinking about, you know, I don't have to worry about anything. And because I was able to build my partnership with my business partner down there cuz he has as much to lose as i do so i don't have to worry about anything wow. i know everything is being handled but of course i'm on the phone every day um checking in with you know over zoom and whatsapp we use whatsapp a lot okay and yeah. uh, it's been incredible
2: well man this has been a wonderful uh, show I, I
1: agree well it, t- talk about where people can go find more information cuz i know you know you're you're looking for all kinds of support, if you, if you can get it, or just people in general that want to know
0: more about Pranzel. Yes, they can go on pranzeleducation.com. All that's one our word. main website. Yes.
1: P-R-A-N-Z-E-L-education.com. You got it. All right. Yeah.
0: Cool. I'm thank so you glad so much for out. being here, yeah, it's and so too. nice
2: to meet you, Junior.
0: You too. I loved it, and thank you so much for the opportunity. That's, that's what we need. I appreciate it.
2: Here we go. You're checking us out on At Home with Roby. We'll be right back.
1: Welcome back, getting home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hason from the Roby family of companies. We are your host, We just wrapped up with Junior Bernard. Trent, what do you think about that?
2: I thought it was very interesting. Very interesting. What a what a what a very entrepreneurial young man.
1: Well, I think it kind of pulls at a lot of stuff that we're. I mean, it, it's not. He's a social entrepreneur. I mean, he sounds something that he, he obviously. When you
2: said that earlier, before he came on the show, I didn't know what you were talking about. What define social entrepreneur, please? He's building a company
1: to basically help others, right? There you go. Yeah. Wow. I, I might have I, just. I knew that, what uh, that meant. I, I wanted our that, audience
2: uh, to know what it meant. Yeah,
1: but uh, but now it, it's uh, it's good stuff.
2: No, it was great. And if you missed it, go back great, Facebook, great Instagram,
1: LinkedIn, all the social media platforms. Because Sarah's even videotaping us. If you want to see what Trent and I look like, and please don't, don't. want to go back, to, <laughs> please don't. To the WBT WB picture. Show you
2: my forehead. Nah, I'm not doing it. <laughs> How many fingers you got up there now? Are you about nine. Going nine. Right I'm a ten finger. Ten f- My daughters tell huh? me frequently. Yeah, okay. All right, that might be one of Christian. Hey, thanks. That might be Pastor. a, that might be a yeah. quick question for Chris. Why are you dropping hammers on me? You want me to start making fun of you? I was like off limits.
1: We could have a six minute just talk junk trivia.
2: <laughs> Goodness gracious, a cut down contest. You want to do it? I got some old Roby pencils. We can pencil fight too. <laughs> You'll nah, play babe. Paper Rock Scissors? I'm just going to stick
1: to throwing business cards. Paper era. Rock
2: Scissors is oh. such a good game.
1: It's so much. Paper rock scissors is so much better than high low. Everybody knows it's rock paper scissors. You don't start with paper, do you? Paper rock scissors. What? That's why I always lose. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, paper's always getting cut. Hollow Hollow can so hurt. Bad. That can
2: hurt you. I mean, the cool thing about paper rock scissors, it'll settle some arguments with the kids.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that we sit here odd oh. or even. Do you think anybody on this radio show has ever thrown bottle caps at stairs? Uh, y yeah, on the show <laughs> <laughs> like uh, sitting in the studio no I'll t- I is I'm just joking with Trent right? we're pretty competitive people and there might have been a time it was a coins or we'd coins at stairs just just Oh so- we
2: used to do that after working in, in <laughs> the kitchen of our old office dad <laughs> yeah dad toss a penny with you yeah you know dad wasn't a big gambler he uh he bet nickels.
1: No, I know. You would walk around these I mean, dogs' the office like these desks. They a bunch of nickels taped to their desk.
2: Stuff. Yeah. He'd say, Hey, Travis, <laughs> have a nickel, a scotch table with <laughs> three
1: nickels on it.
2: That's right. <laughs> it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Man.
1: You might, you might need to reenact, bring that back. You think so? We might need to bring that back. Put your hundreds on it. I put. It <laughs> I don't wanna run a hundred a Benjamin. No, man. Nowadays you'd have to like screenshot your Venmo and tape it up there. I owe or I paid Sarah one dollar.
2: I played golf with Joe Alala Yesterday and he had on shorts that was all one hundred dollar bills. <laughs> then Joe Alala, check Joe Alala show out. He's on here about
1: dude. You should have wore your. Cr- you should have wore your shorts. We might need shorts. to have
2: Joe Alala Capitolo, such a nice guy. Yeah, we might need to have him dude. back on the show. You should
1: have wore your Kraken shorts. They, those might have won up his my cracking. Yeah, the ones you got it. Uh, they have the big like cracking on them. Oh <laughs> I,
2: man, I don't wear those much. <laughs> you get you buy real loud shorts.
1: You,
2: you gotta be, You gotta like turn up the loudness like times five. We, we, I, that like, is a pretty.
1: You and I went with with Craig Montgomery and Rich Pizio, yep. two dear friends, um, to, to Pinehurst, and they they were hosting us. And Craig, said, we had a great time. Get your get y'all go y'all go, go get your get yourself a shirt. You know, everybody comes back like a normal like the Pinehurst shorts. Trent got some cracking shorts. <laughs> they have squid on them, and they're
2: they're very loud blue. They look like they look like some John Daly gear is what they look like, but. Yeah, I mean, I got so many golf shirts. Yeah. Like, I can't wear all my golf shirts. <laughs> so when I, I'm hosted at, on a golf trip or something, somebody says, "Hey, you buy something?" I don't need a hat and I don't need a golf shirt. Okay. So I, I, I've been in the I've been in the hoodie game and in the cool t shirt game lately, and I'll, I'll also buy a pair of shorts or pants. Uh, they're like, "Why are you buying pants?" I'm like, "Because I need pants. Uh, <laughs> I don't need golf shirts." And yeah. I'll think about you every time I wear these pants. <laughs> you know? I got you. I mean, it's cool. And my hat collection, you know, every hat has a meaning. Uh, and the other day I had my hat on and I got it down in Austin, Texas, this barbecue place. With, yeah, yeah. With my family business forum guys. And it just made me think of them all day. I thought about those guys. We need to get
1: some Pranzel hats, man. Yeah. I mean, we, we need to get you a couple. Uh, we'll give you a Roby hat.
2: You walk across the street, we'll give you a notepad, right? Sarah, Sarah's already on it. Notepad and hat. Yeah, she's on it. So like last it.
1: week she gave back just his hat. I know. I forgot to take. We forgot to take a picture in the studio. I almost, got, got chastised. I got, I got corrected. It was my fault. I was supposed we, to take a picture. We, we got to take a take picture, a picture of Junior. Got to take a picture. So yeah. are
2: we not doing promos on the show for the lead up to the show anymore. Oh yeah, we're this, doing that. Yeah, yeah. This day and I didn't have to come do a do a liner this week. I think we got to do another. Are y'all one. kicking me
1: out of here. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting removed. What's <laughs> funny. You said that. Everybody started looking around yeah, at each other like, like, who's uh, going to tell him? Uh, the joke's on him. Does he know <laughs> he's getting fired? <laughs> Look at TJ. He's like, I got a good <laughs> TJ's
2: guy. like, uh, I didn't know y'all were firing <laughs> the guy that pays the bills. Cut, cut to, cut, cut <laughs> I don't commercial. know if that's smart business. Cut the commercial. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've always been
2: an advocate of the show. <laughs> When our accounting department says cut costs, I'm like, we gotta keep the show. Just squeeze that one around the outside.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, I got you.
2: And now we got Sarah Strahouse. She's costing me more money.
1: (laughs) Junior, (laughs) he's just just he's just kidding.
2: (laughs) I'm not kidding. (laughs) No, it's been cool to see to, to hear. I'm not. A, I try not to be a big. I have a very addictive personality, if you can't tell. So I try to stay off the social media personally. But it's been very cool to hear others talk about how our social media game has elevated. Thank you, Sarah. Open comment to the to the whole world. Okay, you're a key asset. I've enjoyed having you well, it around.
1: Be, it could All be right. to the whole world. Maybe Junior will send this in a couple of folks. And, hey, yeah, he Junior's going to show. take us
2: to the world. That's Let's it. go,
1: baby. Yeah, we help you. You help us. <laughs> All right.
2: Junior Bernard, what a great guest. What a great story. How can they look him up? Pranzel. Pranzel Pranzeleducation.com. Pranzeleducation.com. Thank you for listening. Listen, go do the golden rule today. Treat others the way you want to be treated and carry a smile on your face. Think about others. Thanks for listening.